أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته This is Yusuf Azhar It is January 31st, 2023 And this is the third episode in a series of six episodes about my experiences in Blythe, California. And so we ended episode two talking about how we found out, or by we I mean my family found out from my dad that we will be moving to away from the Mesa and into the city of Blythe. Um, and uh, that should have been a source of excitement, except that the specific neighborhood that we were supposed to move, move into was ha, had a reputation for being violent. Its nickname was El Cochillo, which means the knife in Spanish. Uh, it was a Mexican ghetto, uh, but my dad found a house for us to rent there. Uh, and um, I, I actually don't know what his exact reasons were for moving. He probably told us at the time. I don't remember right now, but I would imagine... It's something along the lines of um, the fact that it's closer to the schools, um, closer to where he worked, um, and just a lot more going on in the city versus uh, what was going on in the Mesa where we lived before. I was a little bit worried uh, about moving there because I knew the reputation of this particular neighborhood. And um, I want to mention, though, something that uh, I don't think I, I, I mentioned actually um in the previous episodes and that is that around this time um there was another change going on with me um not just this geographical change um moving from the mesa to the city of blythe and that was that i was going through puberty so i I was becoming an adult and uh as you can imagine i was going through a lot of um emotional changes hormonal changes so it it was just kind of a, a weird time for me from that perspective as well uh but i will talk about that a little bit more later inshallah at a physical level some of the implications of this move were that i was leaving around my local friends in the mesa and this is going to sound a little weird i think but i was also leaving our bus rides from the mesa to blythe for school and the reason i mention that is because i really value those bus bus rides not so much because i mean partly it was like i would just i would be sitting with my friends on the rides but uh, what i remember the most is like it was just such a beautiful drive because the route from the Mesa to Blythe is you're just go, driving through some desert, basically. I think in reality, it wasn't even that far. But, you know, when you're younger, things, everything seems a little bigger and the locations seem a little farther. I thought of it as being a significant amount of time that I, that I sat in the in the bus to and from school. And um, it's just so pretty. Like, you see the desert landscape, you see the flat desert before you and then that would lead up to these mountains uh, along the horizon and then in particular in the mornings many mornings the desert floor would just be covered with um with like fog and so when you looked out it was so pretty it would just be this kind of like a blanket of fog and the mountains would be um, jutting out of them and it, I don't know, it's just really peaceful and really pretty. So, you know, with us moving to the city of Blythe, um, that's something that I would lose. But now, getting to the question at hand, uh, this dangerous or this, this neighborhood with a reputation for being dangerous, El Cuchillo, the knife. So we move in and um, the neighbors, 
are mainly Mexican folks uh, or of that eth ethnicity. Everybody's nice. Like, they're just nice, normal families living there. Probably not well-to-do in terms of, like, uh, money and finances, but totally nice, normal people. So that was the first thing. I was trying to think about, like, did I actually ever see a, a real knife in El Cuchillo, like, even once? And I realized that I did. I saw knives in our kitchen that we just use for our normal, you know, day-to-day -day use. Those are, you know, knives. And then we also did from our neighbor one time. So one of our, like, like our next-door neighbor, Mexican family, they had a goat. And, um, and, and I think my younger brothers were friends with these neighbor's kids. And so the dad was going to slaughter the goat in the backyard. So that... And, and, their backyard was separated from our backyard by a fence, by like a wooden fence. There was a lot of excitement about this, you know, that they were going to sacrifice this goat. So uh, they told uh, me and my brothers about it. And of course, we were like, oh, yeah, we want to see for sure. So we go around to, to our neighbor's house. And um, sure enough, our neighbor uh, slaughtered a goat there, and which was not like something shocking to us at all. Because, you know, being a, from a Muslim background, Every year, you know, we, we do a slaughter as part of uh, uh, Eid al-Adha. And um, so it, it was just it was just normal, but it, but it was still exciting for us to see that happening. Obviously, they used a knife for that. So that was about it. Like, there was, I never even once saw violence there uh, in this neighborhood. Everybody was nice. I mean, I just literally had no problems there. And in fact, there were some white families there too. So... Unfortunately, this neighbor just had this bad reputation for nothing. Um, it, was, it was a great place. We also, like every morning, this, so, the, so the other thing about the neighborhood was it was walking distance from, the, from my school. And so we would walk uh, down the street out of the, that particular neighborhood, neighborhood, walk along this um, canal. Blythe always had lots of canals. Like I mentioned, there's like agricultural uh, industry there. We'd walk around along this canal for a little bit, and then you take some kind of little shortcut, and then it would just take you, uh, eventually take you to the school. And so all the kids would do that. We would just walk together to school, and there were super nice kids. Even though at the school there were very problematic kids, but I, I never saw any of them coming from our neighborhood. It just, everybody was cool. We'd, we'd smile and see each other in the morning. But, but the kids were totally cool. No problems at all. So from that perspective, uh, we were in good shape. But from another perspective, we were not. We were still, our family was still really struggling financially. And so, and then, I mean, but that was, had nothing to do with the neighborhood. That was just our, uh, our family situation. Uh, another interesting thing was like, this and I've never seen this any other place. There was like a, I, in my memory, it's a tostada truck, meaning like you know how you can get like the corn, like the fried, it's almost like a taco shell except it's flat, um, and you can just buy like bags of that. So there would be a truck that w it would drive around our neighborhood selling those, and I honestly can't remember if it was just those that they sold or they sold the truck sold other things. But I know that we would buy the. Um, the tostadas from that truck. So that was just kind of cool. That's as far as the geographic move. Like we moved to El Cachillo, everything was fine. The neighborhood neighbors were cool. And, uh, you know, like from that perspective, it, it was good. However, the change that was going inside of me, me transitioning into adulthood, that was where I had, I was really hitting a rough patch. And in particular, it was around my identity. Also, just naturally at school, I think everybody at that age goes through 
this process of like, who am I and which group am I in and how do I fit in? And so, uh, as I think I mentioned in the last episode, there was this, um, uh, skating had become popular. I happen to have a skateboard. And I think as a matter of fact, I, I had, yeah, the reason I even had that skateboard is because Chris, my, my childhood friend that I keep mentioning, had, had gifted it to me. He had one. Um, he wasn't using it, so he had given it to me. So I was really happy to take it. So I was like, well, I have a skateboard. There's these people who consider themselves skaters. It's kind of a cool thing to do. I can, and I can skate. Uh, plus, I'm living in the city. I can actually go out with these guys when they go skating. So maybe I'll quote unquote become a skater. So it was a very conscious decision on my part that like I want to be known as a skater. So unfortunately, this particular group, the skaters, didn't have necessarily the best qualities in the world. Uh, they weren't evil or anything, you know. But anyway, they, they they had good and bad qualities. But um, I will uh, I will I will stop here for now for this episode. Um, because this next episode um, around skating led to led to some let's say directly or indirectly, but a lot happened around that time. That once I once I identified myself as a skater, there's a lot of things. So I want to save that for the next episode so I can go into that in a lot more detail um, because it also had to do with it, it, like uh, there were just a lot of changes going on in my life, and so um, the other thing that was happening was along with my identity, I was also starting to notice things in uh in the community in society in general um things things that bothered me a lot and so all those things kind of came to a head eventually but uh i, I will i will plan to explain that in more detail in uh in future episodes so as always thank you everybody take care assalamu alaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh